It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. From SAP Center at San Jose tonight, we've got the San Jose Sharks and the Philadelphia Flyers. And this, the Morning Skate Show, comes to you from Sharks Ice at San Jose. Looking on the ice surface here, it's been a very interesting 24 hours, Drew. Yesterday, Mike Greer, the general manager of the hockey team, did something that's rather rare from a general manager's point of view. He went into the locker room and he addressed the team. He watched practice, and then he met with the media for about 45 minutes, and he talked about some things that were rather important to him. He said that the last two games have been absolutely unacceptable. He said that the players... Uh, have that uh, in their area of responsibility to rectify it. And that if it, it wasn't rectified, that changes were going to happen. Now, none of that's unusual, but I want to get into the idea of the general manager and when he chooses to actually speak in what was termed as a one-way conversation between general manager and player. How does that generally work inside a locker room? It's kind of the equivalent of your mom or my mom used to say, just wait till your father gets home after enough was enough and 10 goal losses or 10 10 goal give games where you gave 10 away in two games in a row would certainly initiate Mike Mike's actions um, as far as the coaches go I usually what happens with what happened in the past was when I was coaching was the head coach would come to us and go Dean's coming in the room Okay, the first year, Jack's coming in the room. Okay, Jack actually never came in the room the first year. Dean came in a couple times, and um, that's his prerogative, and that's what he should do being a good boss, seeing something that's unacceptable and addressing it. Silence is the worst thing. You want, you want to be able to let the players know exactly like you said, Danny, that this is unacceptable, but this is your way out. And then he did address that as well. Focus on the controllables. Do the small things. Work on the details. Gain some, gain some confidence through work, through moving forward. He gave them a path forward, which is what you have to do. So it should be a wake-up call. A lot of these guys are on the last year of their contracts. A lot of these guys might not be here by the trade deadline, depending how the year goes, the rest of the year goes. So they're looking and they're worried. You know, where's my next contract coming from? What am I going to do if I keep playing like this and I got one goal or zero goals? You know, what's happening? So he's asked them to rely on each other. He's asked them to trust each other. But like you said, it was a one-way conversation and it was rather direct from our understanding. That's what it seems like, and obviously 
you, you check out the very next game, but you check out the really the next three or four weeks because these are pretty critical times for the Sharks. Right now, they're winless in their first 11 games. No team has ever, uh, other than the New York Rangers, to start a season has ever gone 0-12 to start a year. And so that was back in the 1940s. So we're looking at a lot of things that haven't happened in a long time in this league that are happening to the San Jose Sharks right now. I'm looking at a line combination that's interesting. Luke Cunning, Giovanni Smith, and Ryan Carpenter is a combination up front. That's interesting. You now it looks like Kevin LeBanc might be back in on the right side with Mikhail Granlin, but that's Anthony Duclair on the left wing perhaps tapping at the puck. So we may see some changes here before it's over, and I think that that's only a preliminary look because uh, that's what happens during the morning skate. We have to watch this, and it's happening right in front of us. But what can the, what the coaches yesterday did something really interesting in practice, I thought. The first thing that happened was David Quinn stopped the drill in the middle of the drill in the neutral zone, and he seemed to focus a little bit on William Eklund about something that he wanted more from him on, a, on, a, on an assignment. The other, we can talk about that, but also just after that, he stopped the play when they were, I think they were doing a power play drill, and he stood there for at least a minute and a half and didn't say anything. And it was almost as if he wanted the players to look at where they were on the ice and whether it was corresponding to what he wanted and didn't say a word and then all of a sudden blew his whistle and they started the drill again. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? But also let's get back to Eklund too. Well, the Eklund one was at William, directed at William, but also reverberating through the whole team, which was Eklund just on a simple little drill. The idea was to dump the puck in get the forecheck going. And he's about three feet from the, from the red line, dumped the puck in. And David got after him accordingly and for not gaining the line. Details, details matter. So that was basically that, the gist of that. On the power play thing, the, the other aspect of Mike talking yesterday to the team he also spoke to the coaches as well before that. And I've had those conversations with a GM. They're not very much, they're not fun. And I thought yesterday's practice actually was really good. Um, Mike thought so too. Yeah. I'd like to see more of that type of practice. Less flow, more structure, more working on the little things, the details. Um, I don't think these guys practice hard enough. And that's an indictment on the coaching staff. Yes, I know. But I don't think they work hard enough in practice. What did, what did Rick Tockett say to us when we talked to him? The first thing, the first domino he wanted to knock over was how hard that team practices. And they and look, put, and look at them. And look at them now. And the, the players grasp it. The leaders said, yes, thank you very much. And they went forward. And they, their practice turned into their work ethic. Now, by saying that they don't work hard enough, I don't think they work enough on the details and the structure of the game and the competition or what we would call battle drills. I think they need to do more of that. Um, so we'll see what David's got on the plan moving forward. I still think David's a brilliant coach. I think he's a wonderful teacher. I like this coaching staff. I don't think coaching's an issue. But like Mike Greer said yesterday, everybody needs to be better. And he said, it starts with me, 
and then it starts, goes to the coaches and then the players. Yeah, he took total responsibility on that side of things, and that's what a good leader does. Also speaking to the coaches uh, quietly, but coming out of that room like parents do, when they have their dis disagreements in the room, then they can come out yeah. with their a unified front. And the players can have their disagreements too, but they need to be a unified front. So this is something that trickles through the organization, and it's, it's basic stuff, but I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think that it's the issue of the coaches not doing their job. I, I'd say that David Quinn told me this the other day. He said, we're trying, but we're not trying in the right areas. Right. And I think that, that focusing on that is probably uh, goal number one or domino number one, as it were, for today. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what it is. It's focusing on the right area, but also go back to today now. That was yesterday's practice. This is the morning skate. Very different. Morning skate is just get your juices going, just get everything rolling. This tonight is about the players sticking together, being a team, not being distracted by what they think might happen or the result, and instead staying with it, staying with each and every shift. Don't look ahead, don't look behind. And I'm excited about the Flyers. They're a team that's improved. John Tortorella is one of my favorite people. He, he was our assistant coach in New Haven the year we went to the Calder Cup final. Rick Dudley was the head coach. Imagine that bench. 37 years John has been coaching. 37 years. Guy knows a thing or two. I, I, I love John, you love John. And, and so it will be a very interesting challenge because the Flyers are, I think, a step ahead of the, the Sharks as far as where they are in their rebuild. Time for a big game today. We'll have it for you starting at 7 o'clock on the Sharks Audio Network. Find us on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital online at sjsharks.com and on terrestrial radio affiliates. Good energy here this morning at the Morning Skate. That's the show for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.